today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. Of 2017, what's going to happen here at the municipal level? Uh, that's the impact, of course, that has the most uh, feel to you and me because it impacts our property taxes, our neighborhoods, etc. What are the city councilors in Hamilton facing as, in the way of challenges? Uh, this may sound a little bit like a, a, a rerun show because a lot of the stuff we're going to talk about is stuff from 2016. Joining us to uh, get into the meat and potatoes of uh, municipal politics is Laura Babcock, president of Power Group. Uh, Laura, thank you so much for the time. Happy New Year, first of all. My pleasure, Bill. Happy New Year to you. You guys have a good holiday? I had a fantastic holiday, but I have to admit, I'm kind of glad that all the partying's done and it's time to get back to the gym. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that treadmill's looking uh, rather daunting at this stage, but very necessary, so we have to deal with that. But let's, let's talk about some of the challenges going into Hamilton right now. And as I mentioned in the preamble, uh, a lot of the stuff we're going to talk about is, is really kind of a redux of, of 2016 because they were unresolved issues. And, and I'll start right off with the elephant in the room, and then, of course, is light rail transit. Are we going to see any more clarity this year than we did last year? It's very frustrating, even in the public discourse on this issue. There was just a, an op-ed that I was reading uh, just yesterday or today, again, you know, questioning the billion-dollar investment, making the arguments that the LRT, as designed, will be essentially out-of-date technology by the time we get it. I mean, I understand that people have reservations, but continuing to argue the fundamentals of the project after it's well past that point in terms of securing the funding and starting the work on the project, that's just very frustrating, I think. So for the public discourse, it seems like we're going around in circles. There are some councillors who are continuing to oppose the project, I think, more to cater to their re-election possibilities than much else, because some of them were certainly part of approving it uh, all along the line. So, I mean, there's a lot of nonsense around the LRT that's happening. There are legitimate questions that need to be answered. There's lots of specifics that people have a right to inquire about. But from a point of view of are we going to get anywhere with this, I think from the point of view of the actual conversation on LRT, probably not. I think we're in this circular argument from the point of view of the actual project moving forward. If you listen to the city manager and the mayor, they're certainly indicating that things are going along on schedule. So uh, we will get on with LRT, Bill, but the community may continue to fight about it, which is kind of how Hamilton operates. The subtitle of the discussion here is going to be Splinters in Your Britches. I mean, there are too many people on city council that have been on the fence on this issue. Are, Are they going to fall one way or another? Well, you know what? We have an election looming. And uh, I know maybe for other people they say, wait a sec, 2017 is not an election year municipally, but in the world of politics, you know, it's coming up. They're coming to that point in their term where they're starting to look ahead. They're starting to look at what their constituents are going for. And some of the politicians on Hamilton Council have been all too concerned with re-election over the years than perhaps where the city should go as a whole on a particular issue. So from are these fence sitters going to get off the fence? I think they're going to see what most fence sitters do is which way the wind is blowing the most strongly, Bill. And if it seems like a winning proposition to oppose the LRT right up to the election to say, hey, I protected the interests of my ward, uh, then I think some are going to continue to do that. If it looks as though the city wants to move on and the people in their wards want to move on to other topics, then they'll probably say, oh, well, you know, we, we raised our opposition, uh, but, you know, we want to do what's good for the city. So I, I leave it up to the political winds on whether or not they're going to get off the fence. 
and, and that's going to be ongoing. And I, I agree with you. I think there's going to even be more polarization. I think uh, as as they start looking at 2018 and the election, which I, I you know for those that are suggesting that there needs to be a referendum on on, on LRT, the municipal election of 2018 is really the de facto referendum, isn't it? Well, I think we already had the referendum in the last municipal election in the mayor's. So did I. <laughs> and that's what it came down to, right? And the one who won was the fence sitter, the uh, splinters and the britches candidate, to your point. The one who said, I'm for LRT, but, you know, let's wait and see. and We'll work it out later. We'll have a citizens panel. <laughs> you know, the one who took the safe route, Fred Eisenberger, is the one who ultimately prevailed in that contest that really came down to the ballot issue of LRT. And so I, I felt as though we'd had the referendum on LRT already. The suggestion of having another one, even Chad Collins, who floated that trial balloon, had pulled it back, realizing that there wasn't really the will for a plebiscite on the issue. So from a point of view of the staff, that's what I keep thinking of, Bill, is it's not just that there's a frustration with the public discussion on this or that there's time wasted by all of us arguing in circles. It's the fact that city staff have put years into this project. LRT is the spine of a bigger transportation infrastructure network, including the BLAST network and GO. And all of this has been planned and thought out and mapped out and worked on and council approved for years. So for them to have to keep hearing it, I think maybe they can just, or they've just learned how to tune it out and just get back to their desks and do their job. But it's got to be frustrating for them even more than us. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.